Today I want to talk about buying a house if you're only going to live there for a very short amount of time. What would be the strategy? This is Brian Mayer with the Mayer Group at eXp Realty. And if you want to know how much your home is worth or if you want to find out how we sell houses for more money, check out homesellingadvice.net. So when you are trying to sell your house for the most money, part of the process starts when you go to buy it. And then I want to talk about buying a house with the intention of selling it for the most money if you only are going to be there a short amount of time, period. So I have a guy that called me yesterday, and he's in the military, and he says he knows he's going to be here two years. He might be here seven years, but if he is here two years, how is he going to do this, or can he do this? The short answer is there's no guarantee no matter what. The market could tank tomorrow, but, you know, rationally... We start with doing the math, okay? So he's a VA buyer. He's a he's a active military. He's using his VA loan, uh, and he's used it more than one time. So when you're getting that type of a loan, they add 3.3% onto the loan amount when you go buy it. So if you buy a hundred thousand dollar house, you're borrowing one hundred and three thousand three hundred dollars, and you multiply that four hundred thousand dollar house, you're adding you know fourteen thousand dollars or whatever it is onto the house, onto the loan amount. So when you go to sell it, you owe that much more. So the day you buy, you're already upside down 3.3%, assuming, you know, the appraisal is full price. The next thing you want to think about is what is the market? And we can't predict the market. We can always, you know, kind of look at the recent trends. But I think a safe way to go would be just to look at the national trends on 20 years. It's 2.3% per year. So in two years, you know, you've basically gone up about 5%. So you've just barely covered the cost of that, that uh, the VA funding fee. Now you're almost back to zero, but you have to pay to sell your house, right? Like uh, some people try to sell their house for sale by owner, but even then you have to pay the buyer's agent or maybe you don't. But that is only successful 11% of the time. And that's for another podcast for another day. But assuming you go to sell your house in our market here in the southern half of Maryland, um, under $500,000, it's customary for the seller to pay for the buyer's closing costs. So you add in the realtor commissions and you add in the transfer taxes, and I tell people it's going to come out to about 10%. So over the admin fee... I mean, the funding fee for the VA loan, you're talking about 13.5%, give or take. So how do you, and, and then assuming, you know, the house goes up 5% in two years, you've only knocked out 5% of that. So, you know, you have a significant deficit that you have to overcome. So what's the strategy? So the strategy is to, first of all, be very, very careful, but also to be strategic. You want to buy a home. And this is all going to assume that you're willing to put in some sweat equity and that you're willing to do some upgrades to a home. And by that, I mean you're willing to do them yourself. You're going to buy the materials, hopefully, um, at a discount, and you're going to do all the work. So the folks that I know that have been really successful at doing this are a lot of my military clients um, just seem to have a really good keen sense of doing things very well. Uh, I don't know if YouTube videos have been able to help. I don't know how they're doing it, but I've seen some amazing work better than a lot of, you know, contractor work. I've seen some, some recently my military clients have been fixing up their houses. I had a guy that put in all cabinets and granite countertops. I think he 
bought the granite countertops, but he installed them. I mean, it was it was crazy. So you want to buy a home that has a high desirability in the layout, the location, and all of the major features. Things like the driveway, the yard, you know, it's it's got to be cosmetic stuff. So we're talking about houses that have really terrible carpet, really terrible kitchens, really terrible bathrooms, but have a very high desirability on the location and the style of the home. So in our area, the highest, uh, most expensive homes are Ramblers. And I think that's pretty much throughout the country. A Rambler costs more money to build because you're building over top of the land versus uh, we'll call it a colonial, which isn't really a proper term, but there's no other word for a house that has like a basement and then you walk in on the main floor and then you go up some stairs and there's three or four bedrooms upstairs. That's what we call colonials here. Um, and Ramblers are the, the most expensive as far as the cost to build and they're also the most desirable because... Um, millennials are actually interested in them. They don't want the big houses anymore. It's too much to take care of. They're worried about heating and cooling costs. And they're also desirable for retirees because they don't have any stairs to go up and down to go to bed. There's a lot of things to factor in. You don't want to buy a house that's the most expensive in the neighborhood. I mean, there's a lot of like key things that you want to look out for that you don't want to do. You don't want to buy a house that needs a new roof and needs all new windows and things that you won't get your money back on because you can get a roof at a decent discount but you won't get your money back you won't get your money back putting all new anderson windows in a house you won't get your money back paving the driveway um but you will get your money back if you buy a house that has pink countertops or blue countertops and really old ugly appliances because <laughs> the thing is you go into a house that has appliances from like the 70s or the 80s that are just hideous. Replacing those appliances costs the same as if the appliances are white and they're just ugly, but they're only five years old. I mean, one way or another, if you want to sell them for the most money, you're going to swap them out. Now, what I recommend is you buy used appliances. You don't buy new appliances. You go to an appliance store, a used appliance store, you haggle, you bring cash, and you pay about $1,500 for an entire suite of stainless appliances. They don't have to match. It's great if they do. But if you bought all Whirlpool Gold appliances, but you snagged a KitchenAid refrigerator, you can certainly drop that in there. If you get like a, a, a Sub-Zero refrigerator or something like that, sure, you can definitely mix that in with the rest. All right, now we're going to talk about the some bang for your buck stuff. Biggest bang for your buck is going to be your kitchen. And the way to uh, remodel a kitchen that will bring you an exorbitant amount of value is you paint your cabinets. And before you decide just you're going to do that, you need to make sure you're fully aware of what's involved. I did my cabinets and I'm, I'm only 50% in agreement that you should even do that because it was an enormous amount of work to do it properly. You just have to imagine it's two coats of stain, three coats of paint, but you can only do one side at a time. And if you have about 15 or 20 doors, cabinet uh, faces, then you have to flip them over. So you're talking double that, 30, 30 coats times five. I mean, 150 coats of paint. It's just, it gets crazy. But if you can take them to a cabinet shop and have them sprayed, if you can get a painter to take them off and do it for you, it's worth doing that. And now let's talk about granite. 
There's a type of granite out there called Moon White. You should be able to find an installer if you shop around and do it for about $39 a square foot. Um, that will cost you about $2,000. Now my appraiser said that granite countertops are worth $10,000 on an appraisal in my market for the average home. So you spend two, you get back ten, you've already made eight thousand dollars. You swap out your appliances, another fifteen hundred dollars, and then you paint your cabinets, and then you want to go ahead and rip out all your flooring, and you want to put in, in my opinion, I would put in engineered vinyl planking. It's waterproof, it's laminate, it's high-end, you definitely don't want to put any cheap laminate in your house. It's that plasticky stuff that sounds like you're walking on plastic. You can in my opinion it degrades the value you put in some really nice vinyl planking and now you've basically done what most people would spend thirty thousand dollars on for about five thousand dollars maybe less but you've probably added you know twenty thirty thousand dollars to the value of your home bathrooms if you are able to rip out your uh, tub surround the plastic insert they have and tile it and put in a nice decorative tile it's not the hardest thing in the world to do the bottom part where the drain is is the hardest part you can definitely try to contract somebody to do it on the side for you if you can just get them to lay the base part that's where you're gonna have any leaks and you don't want this thing to leak if you have a basement and it leaks into your basement you're gonna cause all kinds of problems and if you do it wrong and you have to redo it, it's going to cost you a crazy amount of money to fix it. So redoing the bathrooms, as far as the vanities, you can certainly grab a vanity with a granite countertop for a couple hundred bucks and replace the light. And the other thing that I recommend is Facebook Marketplace has all kinds of stuff where people are you know, bought the wrong thing or they just want to get rid of it and there's, you know, rich, you go to a rich zip code and people are ripping out the granite and putting in marble and that's where you want to scoop that stuff up. You paint it, you buy furniture that people have, you know, redone or they take something, they repaint it and put it back together. You can buy some really neat stuff. I've seen people take dressers and put the uh, sink bowl on top of it and turn that into a vanity. You know, all kinds of cool stuff. And the more you can kind of customize it, but making sure that you're staying in, you know, what's trendy, you can just drive up the desirability of the house. Like, you, you imagine like a, a medicine cabinet mirror thing that pops open. You take that thing down and you put in like a really cool barnwood mirror and then you hang like a really neat, uh, the new thing now is farmhouse. You put a farmhouse light with those antique lights over top of it or whatever it is. You just really like, you know, make it look nice. We're talking a couple hundred dollars to redo that. Now as far as the bathroom floor, I recommend high-end sheet vinyl. Go to the store, it looks like hardwood floor, it looks like tile, it looks like whatever. It's super easy to put down, costs you about two dollars a foot, maybe a hundred dollars to do a full-size master bathroom, maybe a hundred fifty dollars for the materials. And again, you can hire a flooring guy to do it on the side for a couple hundred dollars. I just actually paid for one of my customers houses $400 was the total cost to do three bathrooms and that was the final touch on the house and it looked absolutely stunning. So next we could just talk about carpet. 
there's a type of carpet that all the home flippers are using. It's got a large, thick pile to it. It's like a gray, uh, brownish carpet. It's almost like a mini shag. <clears throat> and it feels great under your feet. The thickness of the carpet really adds like an added padding under your feet that just makes it makes it work and if you want to go high-end then rip out all the carpet and just put in vinyl planking throughout the whole area that's what I did at my home um, I had carpet I had really expensive Berber carpet all over the main floor but it was white I got three kids and uh, it was not long after we moved in that I was having it cleaned every couple months and that was you know three hundred dollars a pop and it was like this is kind of getting ridiculous so I bought vinyl planking and redid the whole thing so that wasn't too bad I did that myself um, I had somebody help me do one portion of it because I had to raise the floor to match the tile but I don't want to get into like every home improvement job here that you can do but I wanted to kind of just talk about what are some of the projects that can be tackled and what are the costs and 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 how much effort it would take like all the things that I've mentioned are definitely able to be done by a reasonable homeowner who's willing to take the time to do some research buy the right materials do the work themselves and if you take a house that has uh, you know green carpet blue carpet faded carpet stained carpet pet stained carpet and do all that then you paint the home you clean it and then you buy new light fixtures new cabinet pulls new door handles the house will look like it's flipped and you can definitely turn a huge profit on the home especially if you're strategic about the type of home you buy so that's my advice on selling your house if you have a short amount of time if you're if you're willing to do all that um, I've seen I, I don't have, you know, you're not going to be willing to listen to all my stories of all the people that I've helped do this recently, but I have story after story after story of people that needed to get a certain amount of money for their house, needed to sell it in a short amount of time, or whatever it was, and we kind of got together, came up with a plan, I had my decorator come over, give her all of, you know, her advice on what to do, they followed the plan, and I've, you know, seen people just recently turned fifty thousand dollars in two months less than 22 months and then another couple did it in 20 months they did thirty six thousand dollars and um, they didn't have to spend hardly any money at all so it's definitely doable but you have to be strategic about it and you have to <clears throat> you have to have the end goal in mind you have to know that the house could be worth as much money as it needs to be worth so you have to know that the other house in the neighborhood are selling at 450 but you bought it at 385 because it's kind of dumpy. You spent 10 and you're able to get it up to 435 or 450 or whatever. And that's how you can overcome it. I mean, I've seen people live in houses for a short amount of time and make $40,000. So it's definitely doable, but no guarantees, of course. But if you're going to do it, that's my advice on how to do it. I hope you found this helpful and informative. My name is Brian Mayer with the Mayer Group at eXp Realty. If you want to find out how much your home is worth or find out how we sell houses for more money, check out home, excuse me, homesellingadvice.net. Make it a great day.